Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us for this Duncan Aviation Straight Talk podcast. Today, I'm joined by Adam Bruce and Emily Krozak to discuss a highly customized and detail-oriented Global Express XRS that we recently refurbished at our facility in Battle Creek, Michigan. Adam and Emily, thank you so much for being here. Before we jump in, will you guys take a quick second to introduce yourselves? Hi, I'm Emily. Um, I'm in the design department in Battle Creek, Michigan. Hi, I'm Adam. I'm completions, modification sales, and paint sales here in Battle Creek. Awesome. Well, guys, thanks for being here. Let's go ahead and kick this off. You both played such a huge part in this project. Will you talk about the role you played? Sure. Um, Really, before it ever gets to us, it's all about relationships and understanding our customers um, out in the marketplace. Our regional manager, um, in this case, Vincent Antignati, has a very good relationship with the owner and his maintenance team for this aircraft. And we actually were told that this global was going to be purchased or possibly purchased. Um, what must have been, Emily, a year and a half, two years ago now that we, we knew this was going to come around. And we just stuck with it and um, just responded to the customer's questions, basic Q&A things, and eventually turned it into a request for quote. So um, it was it was really a, a team effort from the field, just getting it into the facility uh, A to Z. Awesome. Emily? Yeah. I mean, once it got here, like Adam had said, we'd worked on this, um, probably responding to customer requests for over a year, even starting with materials that far out and kind of wheedling it down to what they um, what they wanted. Um, but the customer definitely came to the table with a good expectation of you know what he wanted it to look like in the end. Okay. Awesome. And if I remember correctly, this customer is no stranger to unique projects. Um, if I, no. I remember he has a Citation 10. Can you tell me a little about that for background? That's right. That's right. We did a Citation 10 for him um, three, four years ago now um, with a very unique uh, exterior metallic kind of a tribal paint scheme, um, some high gloss black woodwork inside, a very sim- similar color palette to what we delivered on this global. Um, and that was a challenge at that point doing the 10 uh, with that metallic scheme and, and some of the, the prep work and layout for that paint job. In addition to, um, at that point, this customer was way ahead of the trends. Emily, I think you can agree with me in that he was doing the high gloss piano black, as we like to call it, finish in the interior. We've seen more of that since, but I believe this was the first aircraft in Battle Creek that we really did a full comprehensive uh, refurbishment with that design palette that left a mark too. I mean, we in the design department hear lots of comments. People have seen that aircraft, especially the exterior paint. Um, they've seen photos of it or they've seen it in person and, and they, you know, it's definitely an eye catcher. Yeah. Well, it's definitely a lot better than the Matterhorn white, something different, <laughs> fun way to stand out. Yes, definitely. That's right. Yeah. So he came to you. He said, here's a picture of what I want. Make this happen. Um, did you guys have any hesitations or any you know, thought that it might not be possible to get exactly how he wants? You always have to manage a customer's expectations, especially in those early conversations. Um, if a customer can bring us a, a rendering or they can bring us a picture from a magazine or maybe a, a photograph from another aircraft that they're, they're inspired by, I immediately take it to Emily and our alterations teams and start asking, what can we give this customer from this picture? Or what can we do 
to explain to him why his exact request can't be met, but there's a way for us to manipulate his current configuration or his current monuments so that we can get him as close to possible. Um, that is exactly what Emily and I uh, efforted to do on this on this aircraft because the galley specifically um, was was an area where we got a very detailed photo from the customer saying, "Here's what I want it to look like," and um, it was it was difficult for a number of months to come up with the the plan of attack to 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 create the functionality and the overall look of the galley that we ended up delivering, um, and I can say that. Without Emily's help and uh, sophisticated rendering techniques that we employed for this aircraft, there is no way we could have delivered anything close to what this guy was asking for. Because, in point of fact, every aircraft every, every aircraft is different, and we just have to adjust on the fly and make sure that we get as close to accurate as possible with our with our final quote quote, and obviously with our um, final delivered product. How similar was the finished project to his original design? Uh, did you guys have to change a lot or for the most part was it you know exactly what he wanted i think it at least the overall feeling is right on um i think the overall aesthetic is right on there are some if you get into the weeds like details and things like that we we changed a few things out but the overall feel and concept i think we honestly were able to to nail right on the head so what would you say the theme behind the refurbishment was uh, as far as a theme, oh, that's a good question. I, I know he really wanted it to just, I mean, kind of look badass. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> it, it's just really masculine and really cool and um, very unique. He he bought this aircraft and and uh, upon buying it, he it had stainless steel counters in it, which for this for this customer, he absolutely loved that look of the metal. He liked the he liked the the detail and and the hard kind of space age look of of the darks of the dark wood and the grays and, and the, those metals and we delivered that in his previous project but having been in his offices um I, I i could tell you this exactly what it looks like in his offices as well so there's a clear palette that he was looking for um i just think that emily and her team and the interior team really stepped it up with with what they were able to accomplish um in delivering his vision to him. And in some cases taking that direction and, and offering new ideas that made it even cooler than what he brought to the table originally. So that was very satisfying to do. Awesome. So let's get down into the details a little bit. Um, the paint, what can you tell me about that? Paint came to us where the, the aircraft, first of all, paint is a maintenance event. I mean, we can do some really cool things with exterior details, but this aircraft needed a paint job. Uh, I think it had been nine years since it had previously been painted. Um, to us, that means that there's a maintenance event that needs to happen, whether that gets a super cool scheme or, like you said, a Matterhorn white with a stripe. Um, so our first part of, of the process is making sure the customer understands the needs and the why of actually repainting the aircraft. That set up a secondary conversation after we were given an idea of what that scheme was going to be. In this case, the director of maintenance said he wants digital Arctic camo. And when Emily and I looked that up, we saw a very complex, pixelated design of grays, blacks, and whites um, that we were going to try to get applied to an aircraft. Um, as I say, as a maintenance event on the paint side, we were immediately alerted to the fact that we could not apply multiple layers of paint just 
to accomplish the look, we had to be conscious of the actual thickness of the paint due to the Bombardier specs and limitations of the aircraft. So that process on its own, and would you say that took a better part of a month to get that right? Oh, easily, easily. We yeah. fought like crazy with that to, to understand what it meant for our painters to be able to lay that out effectively and still keep it inside the regs of the airplane. Um, so well, beyond it, that. It went through so many different. Yeah, it went through. Sorry to interrupt you. No. It went through so many different um, levels, too. I mean, it started with trying to put a fade, That's you right. know, in addition to doing the, the dark base and then all of these pixels, putting a fade on top of that and then working within those limitations of the mill thickness. It definitely at least a month of time um, went into trying to figure out how to achieve that that end goal look that he wanted and and not <laughs> causing you know heartache to our our paint team allowing them to be able to to produce a really good product and then be happy um is how it turned out and the and the owner really loving it too that's right we, we couldn't do the fade because the fade was going to end up putting us over that mill thickness yes. limitation and, mm-hmm. and, if, and, and if you're a painter that makes sense i mean you're putting a lot of product on the front and you're fading it out to a different color that at some point you've got some painting that's overlapping. Well, what we ended up delivering was what, what looks like overlapping layers of paint in these pixelations, when in point of fact, it was just a ton of tape and a ton of masking material, and then a lot of different passes right on top of each other to make sure that that look was achieved at the end. So kudos to those guys. And, and, and actually, I gave them credit for even catching that on the front side because um, to be to be very honest, there there are times where mill thicknesses, as an industry standard, are not adhered to in a way that our technical reps would expect the, our, our technicians to apply those products. So it was a great catch early, and the customer absolutely understood. Um, everybody was on the same page by the time we had a final rendering. Yeah, so there's a lot more that goes into painting an aircraft than just picking out a design you like and throwing it on there. Um, that's true that's true yeah there's that the there are there are several limitations and regulations that we need to keep in mind um whether it be exit band colors and thicknesses whether it be you know on on certain models um dark paints aren't allowed without solar reflectivity um on the globals it's a mill thickness issue um and, and there's just, it, it's on and on and on. It's all model specific. And we make sure the customer understands what we're looking to deliver every time. Awesome. So the customer was pretty satisfied with the final paint. It was pretty similar to what he originally wanted. What do you think, Emily? I think he's happy with it. I've only <laughs> heard, I've heard good things coming down the pipeline. So. I've heard, I've had customers call me and ask me if we've done that paint job because they've seen it on the ramp out in the country somewhere. And they've asked me or other sales representatives, if Duncan had actually done that work. And we're very proud to say, yes, we did. That's awesome. That's so cool. So let's talk about the interior now. What are the highlights of that? Go ahead, Emily. I've got my own opinions, but I know you you work so close with it. You, you could probably lay down a few cool examples. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of things I love to highlight. There's so many details, I think, that went into this interior. We um, actually worked really close with the carpet vendor to have this carpet made, um, not only crafted just for this um, interior, but also they produced and and made this pattern for this interior. Um, We have metallic leather lower sidewall, which is a really cool effect. It's got a little shimmer in the light. There's... um, 
you know, there's a pattern on on the seat backs and, and seat um, cushions. We've got a hydro dip carbon fiber that's on the tabletops um, down the drink rails, the piano black paint, which looks really cool. Um, Two tone on the seats. I mean, there, I, I don't think there's a single detail about this interior that isn't, you know, thought through um, and just and gives it a really unique interior. What do you think, Adam? I mean, is there something for for me? It, it for me, it's it's the galley mods that we did. Um, we completely reworked the upper galley, all the drawers, um, all the storage locations um, were completely reworked on this aircraft to get the the overall look that he was he was hoping for. And then we also didn't take away any storage capability for them. Um, of course, it's an aircraft, so storage is a main part of it. Um, that to me turned out incredible. I, I especially like the look of the of the glassware storage from it came in with kind of an opaque plastic slider and we put um, a little bit of a modern touch on that and cleaned it all up and backlit it in a really in a really cool way. Um, and then ultimately the hydro dipping process that that occurred on the lower galley, drink rails, card tables, and the credenza top. The credenza top to me is the most satisfying because it's a it's a big flat piece that in years past that meant our cabinet guys were applying some lit level of carbon fiber veneer over it, um, whether that was a composite or some sort of synthetic sheeting, um, which was always tough to work with for our guys. It was tough to get it to work around corners, if at all. Um, it was tough to get it to lay flat at times and things. And and now with the carbon with the carbon fiber hydro dipping. Not only are we are we simplifying the process, we're getting a more consistent coating of it. Um, the application of it is is much less expensive than what it is for a full veneer. It's less invasive to the monument. Um, we're not stripping mechanically stripping off veneer. We're not mechanically stripping off top coats and things to get to all this stuff. We're we're prepping the surface. We're hydro dipping it, and then we're covering it in in the same um, high hardness gloss that we would actually apply to veneer, but we can put that on top of the hydro dip product to, to increase the durability of it. Um, in point of fact, this aircraft challenged our teams to reinvent the process of how we were assuming hydro dipping was going to go because we had the capability, we had some test samples, but all of a sudden this customer really wanted carbon fiber and our, our guys went ahead and took the chance to say, we think we can deliver this in a way that is going to look better than cabinet shop carbon fiber application. Let's do it. And that credenza top took two tries, but the final product of it is just incredible. I mean, the way the carbon fiber wraps around nosing and things, it's just it looks so, so good. So the confidence that our shop gained by doing this job, aside from the finished product being great, is, has, been, has been motivation and inspiration for everybody in the shops and in the sales force to just continue to work through these technical issues, sell these capabilities, and feel good about it because this is a prime example that if our guys are challenged, they can step up and do some really great stuff. Yeah, and correct me if I'm wrong, but this was one of the first projects that we used the hydro dipping arm with to dip those larger pieces. Um, so it's yeah. a new capability that's come along. Yeah, correct. And that came with we had, we we got a bigger tank. 
and then a uh, a mechanical arm that takes the human the human error the human factor out of out of the hydro dipping process. Um, and it, it is especially valuable for for larger pieces um, that you know if it were you and I doing it, we would each have a hand on each end, and we'd have to maneuver it in and out of the dip tank and things. But the mechanical nature of the dipping arm takes that kind of human error out of the process, and uh, the the proof is in is in the result when you have a textured look like this, like the carbon fiber that shows any wave or, 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 or disorientation in the application, you would know that there was, there was somebody who had a little bit, little wiggle or a little, a little jolt mm-hmm. in the dipping process. And, and this just, it's just not on this airplane. It looks perfect. Yeah, exactly. And we actually put together a video demonstrating how that arm works. So I'll put that link in the show notes. So you guys Great. can check that out. Kind of Great. see what we're talking about. But yeah. That hydro dipping stuff is just amazing. Um, you know, really anything they want, we can do. That's right. That's right. The capabilities and the savings that customers can 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 realize from doing that, as opposed to, as I mentioned, a, a true mechanical process, whether it be strip and refinish or or reveneer. Um, this is really a great option for for customers looking to uh, transform their aircraft, but not undergo something that is completely invasive and also costs 60 to 70% more than the hydro dipping. Yeah, exactly. So what about the seats? Was there anything special about those guys? <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was, there was Emily. I, I remember them, them asking for, for something different, something textured, but you came up with the two tone from your side, didn't you? Uh, no, they, I mean, they had kind of a pretty good idea um, of what they wanted to do, but we certainly refined it. We added the the piping kind of between the white and the dark leather, just as a nice divider, just small details like that. Um, um, and then coming up with the, the pattern for the inset too, things like that, just to kind of make their vision come alive. But they had a pretty good idea, but I think the seat's pretty unique looking, honestly. It's nice to be able to get a little more pattern, a little more um, light and dark on those. Yeah, I agree. I thought they turned out great. They're very, they look really tight. The the piping sets off that color difference um, in a really modern way. They they do not look like a seat that would have delivered out of this shop even five yeah. years ago. This is this is a twenty twenty one model uh, completion on, on on those seats, and I'm I'm really proud of those. They look great. Oh yeah, for sure. And I mean, even honestly, even just that piping, I think just makes it feel polished. Like, it's just like the nice final detail. Just an overall clean look is the way I describe yeah. it. And once yep. you start digging into the details, you know, that's when that really comes alive. Oh, for sure. I mean, there's it's amazing the amount of craftsmanship that our team puts into these seats. And then the, it, not only just to put one seat together, but then to make the entire set of them match. Yeah, exactly. it, uh-huh. It's just amazing the amount of time and effort that goes in. They did a great job. Yeah. So I know you guys listening are dying to see what this looks like. Um, I'll put a link to our online gallery in the show notes. So I highly recommend checking that out. It's just, you have to see it to believe it. That's the way I describe it. It's awesome. Uh, so what are the biggest challenges with this project? I think for us, scheduling first off and foremost. I mean, we Emily produced the first rendering for this probably a year before it input. Um, and then, of course, COVID hit. Um, and you know, we weren't doing large scale completions like this during COVID. I mean, completely understandable. 
customers weren't, weren't comfortable putting this kind of work down um, in any shop at that point. Um, toward, toward the end of the year, when um, I think the industry in general started to kind of level out with their activity, um, this individual operator has another aircraft or two at their disposal. So um, it was time to do a transformation with this one. And and I, I just reached out over the months to ask, you know, hey, you, you still into, you know, talking about this? What do you think? What do you think? And finally they said yes. Um, they never, they hadn't said no. They just said, you know, not not the right time yet or, you know, whatever. So getting it scheduled and, and getting materials here and being confident in those materials during the pandemic um, was really our first challenge. I mean, I know Emily said this carpet was a custom carpet, but um, during this pandemic, we've run into material issues with leathers and with fabrics, and we've had to provide alternates constantly and shipping issues and delays. So um, once we cleared a lot of those hurdles, um, the, the challenge was going to be the mods and the hydro dipping and explaining to the customer um, exactly what was going to be done in that way and getting those approvals and understanding with our teams how to get that result delivered. Um, it's fun for us to do something new that way. I mean, everybody was very engaged, but um, as this plane started up here uh, right over the holidays, it was it was people kind of looking at each other going, you've got an answer for this, right? And yeah, I do. What about the other part? No, no, I, I got to talk to this guy. Or have you talked to Emily again? And go ask Adam again, because he might know the guy better, you know. And so being so custom, those are the challenges we face, we face and, the, and, the, and the pandemic issue just just kind of amplified some of that. So I want to give a shout out to Emily and then the parts teams for chasing all those options down, for finding out what these people could actually be given as options. Um, the worst thing to ever happen with a customer is to show them something, they end up loving it and then turn around and tell them, sorry, that, you know, the last roll of that just sold and they won't make another one until everyone's back in their shops, you know? So we, we kept all the options real time and within budget. Um, that was a, a masterful feat in itself, but, uh, moving on from that, it, it was, it was certainly as we talked the hydro hydro dipping in the galley mods. What about you, Emily? Oh, materials, 100%, 100% trying to, to stay, like you said, stay within budget and, and find things that we could get in our lead time and not delay anything. It, I mean, that was that was a huge part of, of the obstacle for me. Um, but I mean, if anything, it proved uh, good relationships that I have and, and the team has with some of our vendors as well. And they came through and it was a rough year <laughs> and they and they made it through and, and got things. So, yeah, 100 percent. But we did it and it looks great. So exactly. That's all that matters. Yeah. yeah. Were there any u- unique materials to this project? Anything you haven't used before? Well, certainly the carpet. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yep. The carpet. Um, but the, the hydro dipping, I think is the most unique thing, um, for this project, all the others. I mean, I've used not necessarily these specific, um, products, but something very similar in others. Um, the vinyl floor though, I would say the vinyl floor is kind of newer, uh, vinyl tile. Most of what we do is uh, like a woven roll good. And this was actually a, uh, vinyl tile. So it looks a lot more like real stone and and has an actual tile so it gives you that effect um and definitely a higher end feel to the rolled good 
Yeah, that's in the that's that's in the galley that we galley we, and lav. Yeah, galley and lav. We install that that vinyl, and it just makes sense. You know, the galley is also the entry. Um, this is a northeastern customer. You know, they they go through winters just like we do here in Michigan, and aircraft have you know consistently been delivered for fifty years with carpet throughout, and it just quite frankly doesn't make a heck of a lot of sense to put carpet down into a area where people are going to come in off the ramp with snowy, sloshy feet. Um, these vinyls used to be one option only, and it was just a kind of a bumpy vinyl roll lawn coin type thing. Um, but vendors have responded to customer requests, and we've now got just tens and tens of options for vinyl flooring that end up looking great. We, we fabricated a threshold between the galley and the main cabin to hold it down. That's a polished stainless steel threshold plate. Um, it serves as a nice transition point, but also anchors the carpet and the vinyl into that location there. Um, it, it really does serve serve the customer well. I and mean, cost to replace that vinyl, if you do need to replace it for any reason, um, it's about a third of the cost of carpet, if not less. So while it's about the same to install, um, if you don't have any vinyl down now, the cost afterward is about a third of what it would cost to do carpet. So it makes a lot of sense, especially in, you know, in a four season climate aircraft like this one. I'm glad you brought that up, Emily. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> so you guys kind of touched on it already, but did you have a favorite piece of this project? For me, it's the galley. I, I, I feel like that galley was transformed into a really sleek, high end operational super cool piece i mean the, the lower half being carbon fiber the upper half is a is a lighter kind of almost a stone mimicked um lighter gray up top above the stainless steel counters um, i mentioned the drink so storage is much cleaner and more eye popping now it's also much more functional um, you know anytime you can make something look great and also function better than when it came in customers obviously see that it looks great but then when they have to, when they have to use it and their their teams have to store things or get things in flight and they, and they can tell you that wow this is going to work that much better for us that's really what we're looking at because these aircrafts are tools for these people this isn't a, a pleasure cruiser this this individual flies several times a week and that's his business and you know this transportation tool for him is everything and if it's not functional and comfortable then Who's, you know, his job isn't being done in the most optimal way and um, delivering it in a way that looks cool like this is great, but the functionality is, is paramount to us. Yeah, I, I would have to agree. The galley, uh, the lot, uh, there was a lot of detail that went into that. I mean, even just, you know, if, if you're looking at the pictures of this interior, even just the nosing on the countertop, it black, it looks painted, but it's actually a black Corian that matches everything else in there. So functionality, you can, you know, that area is going to get bumped a lot and it's not going to scratch. You know, it's not going to, it's going to wear really well for them. Um, but then having that light and dark feature as well, that was, that you know, that was, talking about you know trying to find materials that'll function trying to find a light veneer that looked like that was was not necessarily an easy task but it looks beautiful we were able to to locate something um the team used a specific finish on it so that it wouldn't yellow i mean a lot of detail and prep work went into finding something like that and it really did it is a showstopper you walk in the aircraft and you see that piece and i i mean a lot of a lot of time went into it and i think it turned out great so yeah um, Adam, you mentioned it earlier about how talented our design team is. 
Um, they've done some awesome projects in the past. So uh, I'd recommend you guys check out our website, duncanaviation.arrow slash resources. Um, we have a bunch of different galleries there. You can get some inspiration from. Just check out everything we've done. Our marketing team has put together a number of time-lapse videos. Um, so check those out, kind of get an idea of what we're talking about. So aside from the paint and interior, what else did we do to the aircraft? We had to do quite a bit of troubleshooting for the existing avionics platform. Um, that was a challenge for the teams because we did incorporate some new technology in this aircraft. While we didn't install a completely new CMS, we, we did have to rework quite a bit um, the existing installation. Um, I, I know that was, that was a challenge because we had to interface quite a bit with our European counterparts to understand the configuration and the functionality of the uh, avionics that is installed in this aircraft. Um, and eventually, uh, working through the months of, of the completion, they were able to uh, be afforded the time to get that, get that uh, whole situation remedied and, and, and back to a serviceable condition that customer can rely on. Um, also, while it was here, uh, I know we had a number of due items that were that were called out by the uh, by the maintenance team of the aircraft um, for input when they came in here. Um, you know our capabilities clearly we could have done we could have done anything on this aircraft completely redone the avionics engines uh, inspections whatever. Um, but having just come out of a pre buy inspection a year prior, no major inspections were due on this, but. Pilots and crew will always have a handful of squawks when the, when the aircraft does land. And um, I think there was a number of due items that they just wanted to get checked off the list that were accomplished in this downtime too. So um, that all works out great. Customers don't have to worry about taking it somewhere else or trying to find somebody in another facility or send a different email. It's we're all right here together and we can, we can support whatever needs a customer has in real time. And, um, the one-stop shop capability of what we're able to do is is very important to this customer, especially given their fleet and given the demands of the owner that uh, they, they want a one-stop shop. And luckily enough, we've earned their trust to get these last few jobs from them and uh, feel really good about that. So I think most importantly, what was the customer's reaction you know, the first time he saw his new aircraft? Uh, he, he was very happy with it. I mean, it, this this customer is very trusting of not only us, but his team. Um, I, he saw progress photos that, that the teams put together during the event. Um, but he, he did not have, uh, he wasn't on site to really see or make any approvals. You know, he, he let his team handle all that. So when this, when this thing came in, you know, before and after to us and photos is impactful, but he remembers dropping it off a certain way and then picking it up in the condition that it, that it is now. Um, I know his team was just ecstatic about that. So um, <laughs> anytime that, that that happens, you know, when we feel good about it, we've had a few we deliver we thought were great, and then something on the flight home doesn't work or, you know, so, you know maybe it's out of our hands. And, and then the, the customer gets it and says, well, this, is all, this all looks really cool, but my monitors don't work. You know, and this one, we didn't have those issues, uh, luckily. <laughs> it's, it's, it's an aircraft, so things are going to go wrong occasionally. But um by all accounts, he was just thrilled with it and has been using the aircraft quite a bit since since we delivered it. What about other team members? What have you heard them say about this project? Because I know I had people send me pictures from the Battle Creek facility, just kind of update pictures, like, you got to see this, check this out. We got to promote this. You know, yeah. What were people saying around there? 
Yeah, that was really exciting. You know, we're all working remotely as much as we have to now. Um, I was trying to get together with Emily on a date when she would be doing her final walkthrough of the aircraft and aircraft deliveries are never perfect. I mean, there's always scheduling issues and, you know, an AM event for delivery could turn into a PM evening type delivery and, and it's out of somebody's hands at some point. So I was just on call for when I could actually come to our facility and walk through this airplane. And, um, I, Emily and I were talking about, like I said, but I started getting text messages from the interior shop manager, from uh, the upholstery team lead, from um, other project managers who weren't, who didn't have anything to do with this aircraft were, were sending me text messages say, hey, where are you at? I think it's done. Are you going to come take a look at this thing? It looks awesome. Mm-hmm. So when I finally got the facility and I got the green light to, to walk through it, I met the interior manager, assistant manager. Uh, upholstery lead and the cabinet shop lead all at the plane. And they were just, they all had their phones out, taking videos, taking pictures. Um, They felt like this was about the coolest delivery that we really were able to sink our teeth into in a number of years. And we do some really neat stuff, but you could tell how happy they were with the finished product and how excited they were to share this with everybody and hang their hats on a cool completion like this. Um, that was really an amazing thing to see. I, I can honestly say that in my assumption, this is our favorite project. In the five years I've been doing sales, this is by far the team's favorite job. That's awesome. That's so cool. I know. So let's say someone's interested in refurbishing their aircraft. What's the first step they should take? Well, they can reach out to us with questions. They could reach out to us at uh, any point just for a conversation about what that what that next step needs to be. It always starts with somebody just asking, Hey, can I do this? Um, you know, whether it's just recovering seats and redoing carpet, or if it's a reconfiguration, you know, installing a divan where two seats are currently at, um, you know, those, those conversations can be, can be very technical. Um, they can very be very alarming to some customers in terms of timelines and costs, but, um, the best thing that Duncan Aviation can do is educate customers into what the options are for their aircraft and what our capabilities are as, as a facility and as a as an MRO that is capable of doing these type of refurbishment uh, projects. So really, it just starts with a phone call. You know, who do you, who do you know? We have a large network of salespeople, whether it's engine service people, uh, regional managers, um, individual salespeople like myself, um, you know. Everyone's going to be able to say, oh, if you want to talk interior on a, on a global, you want to talk to Adam or, you know, you want to talk Falcon work. You know, we've got salespeople to, to address that issue, too. And it can just be a very simple um, educational conversation that moves to the next phase, which would be a quote. And then we talk through um, in specific areas of refurb and limitations and all those things kind of follow suit. But, yeah, just. Just don't be shy. Reach out. Let us know that you, you may want some help or that you might just be thinking about it and, and need it, need an idea from us. And we're happy to do that with you. Awesome. I'd say a good place to start is our website as well. You can get some inspiration from the galleries. We have contact information there. You know, really just tells everything that we're capable of. That's true. Awesome. Well, Emily and Adam, thank you guys so much for joining us today. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we sign off? No, we're just we're thankful for the opportunity to do this kind of work and and this project specifically to hang our hat on is great. Um, 
proud, proud to deliver it, proud to work for a company that's capable of doing it. And uh, we hope that the word gets out and customers know that we are here to help and, and, and you know, from mild to wild, as we say, this one may be more on the wild side, but, but uh, we can, we can keep it really simple and, and keep these airplanes up in the air and looking great for a long, long time. Emily, any final words of wisdom? <laughs> uh, no final words of wisdom, but just ditto on what Adam said, honestly. <laughs> it's, 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 it's great to work on these aircraft. It's, I never thought that I would go into design working in aviation, and it's, it really has been a great ride. And hopefully we can do a few more of these fun projects, but mild to wild, right? That's Happy right. to work on any of them. Yep. Awesome. Thanks, guys. And like I, I said, I'll put the link to our gallery in the show notes. Uh, check that awesome. out. Give it a look. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. you.